Welcome, everyone. I'm Sandra Bargeman. A few years ago, I wrote and performed a solo show called The Edge of Every Day, which was an exploration of the rough edges and contradictions we all face and grapple with. The show hit a nerve, and the relevance of the topic would only grow over time more than I could have foreseen. So, here we are. Real talk with real people, sharing stories and perspectives that spark provocative invitations to leap out of what's safe. On the edge of every day. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. We are live in the hive. Thank you for joining me on this, the 38th episode of The Edge of Every Day here on talkradio.nyc. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, and for those of you who don't know me yet, I encourage you to check out my bio on talkradio.nyc, or of course, you can visit my website, sandrabargeman.com. And please tune in to any of my previous episodes with my inspiring guests. As all my loyal listeners know, this show is about celebrating triumphs, pushing boundaries, and exploring rough edges. Through conversations and shared stories with friends and colleagues, it's my hope that we can begin to understand our edges. And what I mean by edges is those places where we are fearful, those places where we're resistant to change. Those places where paradoxes and contradictions live in our beliefs and our understandings, both about ourselves and about the world around us. Those places we don't want to look. Listen, we live in turbulent times and we are coming to understand that life simply isn't black or white. It must be an embrace of both. And the more we recognize our own edges and get real about them, the more we can help others to do the same. And that, I fully believe, can help to change the world. So thanks again for tuning in. And without further ado, it is time to introduce our guest this evening. Tricia Murray is founder and lead counsel of Light On Marketing, Integral, intelligent, intuitive marketing for sole purpose owners and CEO visionaries. She is the host of Light On Marketing podcast and the director of an online magazine that elevates the profile of content contributors across North America, connecting conscious consumers in these transformational times. Trisha started her marketing career in media, as strategist slash planner, gradually expanding her knowledge and skill set to focus on marketing in 360 degrees, including strategic planning, research, and customer relationship amplification. She has worked with some of the biggest brands in the world, from Harley Davidson, The Home Depot, and Mark's Work Warehouse, to some of the smallest, including startups and solopreneurs. Today, she focuses more on sole purpose CEOs and heart-aligned solo owners who are consciously changing their corner of the world through their business. Her marketing career is supported by degree studies in psychology, 25 plus years in the industry, and after leaving the corporate world, stepped into three separate solo and partner ventures which enables her to bridge marketing expertise with experiential wisdom and relate to business leaders, solo owners, and teams at each stage in their business. Well, hello and welcome, Trisha Murray. Hello, Sandra. I'm so excited to be here. I'm, I'm so, so excited, excited to, to have you here. Aren't you a vision in red? My favorite co oh, color. You look fantastic. Well, thank you. Thank you. I know you've um, been away. May I, oh, yeah. Well, may I take just a moment and just, I really want to apologize to your audience for uh, the technical difficulties that happened last week. I don't like going backwards, but sometimes going backwards helps us get better going forward. So Amen I really that, wanted sister. to take a moment and, and say that, you know, uh, we've all come to expect the unexpected and 
and yet still I think we're we're developing boatloads of grace and and space for uh when things still go wrong even though we've I learned know. we're learning oh we're learning goodness. to expect oh my expect well, thank you for that and I so appreciate yeah, that and I'm sure the listeners do too I'm just thrilled that you're on you know it's funny I was thinking about this and how you know what a such an edge it is particularly in our professional world and our patriarchal world that we you know we we get everything together and we expect it to all be you know go the way we want it and yeah. as we well know there's the lovely edge it doesn't and you brought up something so it really beautiful. doesn't <laughs> and you brought up something that really landed so so well for me you said you know the privilege of expecting that we have the internet when we mm. need it i mean that just when you said that it's so landed and i thought my god you know how how such a first world problem oh my internet didn't work you know it's like you here catch up catch up yeah right. oy, oy, oy. well again thank you for that very gracious those mm. gracious words and i'm sure my listeners appreciate it as do i and so as i like to do when i bring a guest on i like to share how i know people and i know you i've had some other people from the reset group a networking group that both trisha and i are a part of and so many so many in the group are from canada which thrills me i don't know why it does but it just thrills me and it's a great group of primarily ladies but a few men have ventured in and it's just been a great source of inspiration for me in a place you know where i'm really sharing more of my presentational coaching aspect of my work as well which we also got into when i was gloriously invited onto your podcast as i mentioned trisha has her own podcast tell us just a touch about that podcast uh well it's uh you know everything is in a constant state of evolution isn't it <laughs> And I, I think if you go back to the original episodes where I first started recording, uh, you'd be like, is this even the same person? Um, because you work yourself out, you find yourself um, as you talk it out. And um, and I went through a rebrand in the midst of it. So I went from uh, one brand to light on marketing. Um, but really, um, you know, I, I my my focus on that podcast is is to really shine a light on marketing. But marketing from a different from a lot of different angles, um, from a business perspective, right? Like mm, if you're a business course. owner using it, sometimes I'll get into, you know, um, pushing the edges and expanding our thinking about what marketing is and what it's not. Mm. Um, every once in a while, I'll talk to consumers directly because whether we're a business owner or not, we are consumers. We're we're engaging with marketing all the time, and um, <laughs> and you know just recently uh, i just broke down a, a piece from the media um where i felt like it was a really great opportunity to do sort of a teaching moment of of helping um readers of or or listeners or watchers or viewers or whatever um of media understand how some of the some of the tools work right and mm -hmm. and and it makes us sharper it makes well, us better what do you mean by how better work? flesh that out that what do you mean by well so for example are? yeah the article that i was looking at was it came out of forbes magazine and um i won't go into it you can go and listen to it if you want to but the article that i was looking at in particular was a paid placement it was an advertorial it was advertising made to look like editorial and i stopped when i read this i mean obviously my soul had a visceral reaction to when i read this article which is why i went to do a podcast about it but what really impressed upon me at that moment was, um, you know, I don't know that a lot of people are able to distinguish between what is content that is genuinely come from a journalist at Forbes and when it has been paid for by someone else. And it, the, I, mean, I mean, nothing nefarious by this. It's just being able to draw that line down the middle and say this is this is journalism mm -hmm. and this is paid placement and when it's paid placement you know we need to have a different filter on yes, in order to truly. be able to read that yeah. differently and and understand maybe a little bit of the motivation behind why that article was being written and um you know in my language you know what their end game was for for writing sure. it, and well, it in, I know, in my in my cynical 
what was the manipulation, which we'll get into because that is there. <laughs> which we'll oh, yes. get into. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. The stories you can tell, I'm sure. But what yeah. I do want to st also start off with is, which so excites me is, you know, as I've gotten to know you and we've had our conversations, I'm just overwhelmed with how you and I have so much in common with how we look at our work and our embrace of paradox, our love of integration and synthesizing seeming paradoxes that absolutely bridging them together, hybriding them and our love of storytelling. But you, I always talk with one type or the other type, and you'll get what I mean by this. You know both types, and you work with your clients with both types. So before I go in and say it, I want you to say it. <laughs> the type that's transformational uh, versus. Yeah. The um, type. I, I, well, I, I have a number of different ways that I put this. Um, I, I, there are people who can either work in, in the science realm, uh, really facts, logic, reason, rational. And there's people who can work in the abstract, ethereal, creative, yeah. spiritual. And mm -hmm. um, I, I, I don't know if I came wired for this, but I certainly have developed a talent for being able to bridge both sides of that. Yes. So I can have a conversation with someone and, and it can be all about, um, you know, if it's marketing or whatever, can be all about you know there's a science there's a process and there are principles that we follow um and then i can just as easily move over to the other side and and speak about it from a very spiritual perspective which was a lot of my journey um in reconciling and the paradox around marketing yeah totally well the thing that 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 strikes me about the power of storytelling i mean that's just yet one more great edge around it is that you know, when I speak with creatives, they speak about the transformational power of storytelling, mm. which is the truth. Um, it And it's not just creatives. It is, it's a, around the fire pit. It's with people that we don't know. It's the power of, power of transformation in the storytelling and the vulnerability and the, the, the collective union that we can get to. And then the other side, is the power uh, is the restrictive story that mm -hmm. we tell the way that we restrict others we other them through our stories about them we we tell lies about ourselves that restrict ourselves can you speak to that and how you how that comes up in your work we've got two minutes to break and we can pick yeah. it up after you know when we get closer well i mean let's let's just start from a personal perspective because if marketing is nothing else it's personal um and i don't care who's doing it i love that um, you said it, that it, it, and and it's not like it, that's not the way that it's been marketed <laughs> yes um yes. and it's not the way that it's been used but you know it really is it's so personal and um and i think that's why i think it's so spiritual at the same time um but it the story that comes through your marketing um, will either expand someone's perspective on something or it will shut them down. It will, mm -hmm. it, and, and what we've seen, in my opinion, for at least, I'm gonna say 30 years, maybe longer, probably longer, is a version of marketing that's come forward um, that's just been so infused with fear. And what does fear do? It shuts, shuts you me. down. It shuts you down. You can't see, you can't see beyond, um, the borders that get drawn when when fear starts to to play it and it's so subtle oh my goodness the fear it's, that's been used in marketing so motivating so fear is yeah. so motivating i mean look at our it, and the connection to the political i mean the marketing in the political scene it's all about the fear right. you know just make stuff right. up make sure people are fearful yeah. just and, <laughs> and we'll go for it oh my goodness yeah. well that's we have to take a break that's a rough moment to take a break on fear but um, when we come back with our luminary, Trisha Murray, we're going to talk about, if it's not about marketing, what is it about? And then we're going to find out how she got into marketing and all, hear all of her stories when we come back with Trisha Murray on the Edge of Every Day. So stay tuned.
Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Trisha Murray. So let's pick it up now with if it's not about marketing, what is it about? The ultimate paradox of a marketing professional saying it's not about marketing. We like that. So what do you mean by that? Ms. Well, Murray. you know, I, I, Ms. Ms. Murray, you know, some people call me Ms. Marketing and that's kind of funny too, but you know, oh, I like I, it, this, this came out of a 10 year long eat, pray, love journey um, for me. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I don't know if it's still, if it's landing yet in the market, because there's a lot going on in our marketplace right now. Mm. But, uh, I came out a couple of months ago and I said, you know what guys, it's not actually about the marketing. And, you know, of course you get these looks on people's faces and, and I said, no, like, seriously, it's really not about the marketing. It's about our sole purpose and how that intersects with our business. Um, if, if it, if it intersects with your business, you know, some people they're here for a very different reason, um, beyond their business and, and, you know, the sole purpose doesn't really show up too much in there. Um, they're doing good work for good people and they, they enjoy the work and all that it's good. But for those of us, and I include myself in this, for those of us who, um, man, our soul just was not going to have us working in an, in an environment that, that was out of alignment with what that purpose was um, that brought us onto the planet. Marketing is very different. Marketing needs to be different. Um, And, and that's where I, you know, well, I'll say to clients all the time that, you know, I don't want to talk about the marketing. I want to talk about your purpose first. I want to talk about what your vision is, your CEO vision. And I, you know, I'll even say like, I don't think of CEOs in the same way as, you know, the business world thinks of CEOs. I think it's the, it's the role that we play when we put on that chief envisioning officer hat, you think about the vision of the business, the CEO, I think my opinion is, is really there to set the vision for the organization, for everybody else to find their own way of, of contributing into that vision. Um, And feeling empowered to do it. And, Oh my God, that's a whole other thing, Sandra. 
right? Like, and feeling empowered, right? So, you know, there's an awareness that needs to happen, right? Employees and everybody needs need to be aware of what the vision is. They need to become conscious about how they can contribute to that, how they can move that forward. Um, and then, you know, yeah, absolutely. Leadership is all about empowering people to do that. And, you know, whether it's the people or if it's the functions of the business being marketing and accounting and technology and human resources and all of that, there's the functions have that same purpose. They, they need to be able to understand what that purpose is. And so, you know, I'll often talk with clients about, you know, have you told marketing what your purpose is, what your vision is? Well, what do you mean? Like, have you written marketing a letter? And that's where the whole Dear Miss Marketing came from was, you know, sit down and write marketing a letter. And if you need to write it to me and, and, and articulate it. What is it that you want marketing to help you create? And what it, and how will you know that you're seeing that um, as you're moving through the, the business journey? Oh, my goodness. This is just, I, I, and you know, when hearing you articulate it so lusciously and lovingly and femininely, and mm. it's so not a patriarchal, it's so not the top down understanding of, oh, no, of marketing. And how we we're manipulated and such, but uh, and but before we get into that, I, you know, it's so great. What was your sole purpose of getting into marketing? How did you connect to marketing? I know you got in through media. Tell us what drew you into that, into the industry. Oh, you're gonna laugh your pants off when I tell you this. <laughs> Good, uh, because because I, you know I don't I don't think of of my turning point or my tipping point being how I got into marketing. Um, that was like most people, it was like a series of, you know, random, random conversations and, and haphazard me, you know, coffee dates. It, what I think was more meaningful was, um, was the moment when I, I started asking myself, how can I possibly stay in marketing? How can I possibly stay in marketing? Once I began to see the depth of what was wrong with it, um, and that goes to this manipulation that you, you know, like we've been bantering back and forth. Um, it goes into like the level of mind games that have been played, uh, for a long time. It goes into the corruption. It goes into the chaos that, um, that marketing has created in our lives. And so I don't think, I don't, I don't get hung up too much on how I got into it. I got into it, you know, because, you know, it was a job that I thought I would do well at and, um, you know, I stayed in it for the longest time because I did do well. I was really good at it being, was being back then and is now. Um, but it was, there was a moment, there was a definite edge that I came to where I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Yeah. And it was, it was, um, and I think it still is um, one of those moments that, that transforms you and, you know, I talk about milestone events throughout a person's soul path that we're going to get there no matter what avenue we take, we can avoid it, but we're always like, there's certain milestones that we're going to reach. And this was one of them. Um, so I, I had been probably in the business for about 13, maybe 15 years. And um, I've started to refer to the people that I have worked with in the industry um, through, you know, sort of like little um I don't know what the right word is, but monikers, right? So I, for 15 years, I worked with, for a benevolent dictator. And uh, that's how I refer to him is the, the benevolent dictator. So my people, my audience, they know who I'm talking. They, they, they don't know because I've never named him. But, um, but, you know, there was a, there was a really great synergy between me and him. We worked so well together. And one of the reasons why I was able to stay in marketing was because he continually allowed me um, opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to grow and expand and learn. And, and that's what allowed me to move just from media into sort of this marketing 360. And, um, you know, for those of you uh, who are listening and, and if you're thinking that marketing is advertising, um, or if you're thinking that marketing is, uh, just media, social media, um, I want, I really want to invite you to consider that there's more to marketing than those, than those things, even though that's typically what we hear a lot of, but well, marketing is marketing is about, you know, what we, the things that we do to be able to connect with our market, 
which is why advertising plays a role in there. Right. But it could also be, um, you know, collaborations and um, partnerships. And, you know, we talked about sponsorships at the earlier part of this, this uh, broadcast. There's all kinds of things that go into connecting with your market and connecting with them at various stages throughout the customer mm. journey. Mm. Uh, Marketing is about communicating. What do you, the things that you use to communicate your core value so that your people know that you're their people, right? right? So that they can tune in and get on your wavelength, right? And um, I think the biggest thing that's been missed over the last 20 or 30 years is that marketing is really the, the, the mechanisms that we use, the devices that we use. And I don't mean technology devices, I mean tools that we use to build and support strong, mutually meaningful customer relationships. And um, that it that could be a whole segment unto itself for, oh, for the because that was a large part of my psych degree was um, was really studying into consumer behavior, consumer relationships, customer relationships, and um, and really understanding how much they mirror uh, human relationships, which oh, should make course. it really easy. Yeah. And yet, and yet, we we like to keep it hard and manipulative. Well, so, uh, something that you, you talked about communication and, and, and of course, your relationships. Um, and so this makes me want to ask you, I saw this on your website and I loved it. Uh, and you mentioned it in, a, in one of our conversations too, your relationship to radical honesty and how mm. that has influenced you and, and its relationship to marketing in general, its relationship to your understanding of, of marketing Talk to us about what is radical honesty and how has that played into everything that you just were speaking about? Okay, well, geez, where do I unpack that? <laughs> radical honesty. I mean, I mean, look, pure definition of radical honesty is just speaking truthfully, no matter what you know the outcome could possibly be. Because a lot of us will back away from truth if we think it's going to offend somebody or if, if we think we're going to, you know, not look so great. If, you know, if we think that our status is going to be impacted by it, we, we will dial it down, right? Yeah. We'll water down um, whatever our, our, the truth is, um, our truth, the truth, whatever. The story we tell about ourselves. Our yeah, self-identity. You know, our self-identity and, and it's, it's big. It's so deep. It's so deep that that the connection to self-identity and oh goodness, uh, I'm not going to be here. I'm not here to to tell anybody that you know it's easy moving through that process of of redefining yourself um, around what you come to know to be true. Um, but I think that is a huge part of our our soul development. Um, I think I think we've talked about this, but if not, you know, uh, here we go. Joseph Campbell um, built every uh, built a model that that kind of describes the soul journey, right? It's called the hero's journey, and um, and it's also a good prototype for for understanding how stories are built, right? Mm-hmm. How how stories are designed and written, and it's a really nice, elegant um, model. So, I, if listeners uh, go and look that up, because <laughs> if you want to know what it's going to look like to step out onto your soul path in a greater degree. Uh, that'll tell you what you're going to be up against and and what you're going to encounter. Um, but radical honesty for me is 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 really um, speaking what I have found to be true through my experience, and that's mm-hmm. what's really interesting about truth. Um, and a lot of people will debate me on this. I know. I think that there are probably some absolute truths that you know, gravity, what goes up has to come down. Um, I've really kind of started to fall in love with the hermetic tradition, the seven uh, principles of the hermetic tradition from the Kabbalion, um, because they are, they are true. They are, there's just a truth to them that, that really resonates no matter what's going on in the world or what's going on in my world. Um, but then there's the truths that we've experienced, right? Those, those moments where we've embodied something because we've gone through a series of experiences and they've just become so real for us that that has become a part of our truth right we know that to be true because we've experienced it those are the ones that i really um i really think could show up more in in our marketing 
landscape. <laughs> um, because I think those are the ones where people can make a real genuine human connection. Yeah. Well, I'll be interested to hear how you, you navigate that with your clients, everything you just shared with us, how you navigate with your clients. We've got to take a break. When we come back, we will talk about how you navigate radical honesty with your clients. And then we're going to move into how it all unraveled and where you, you stepped out of marketing all unraveled and you took all of these great adventures and then stepped back into marketing with this whole new vision with a great feminine energy. Ooh, I just heard a, that was fabulous. I just heard a, 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 a deer snorting outside my, I'm in the Catskills, big, huge snort. Ah, oh, it's a beautiful thing to be in the Catskill Mountains talking with Trisha Murray on all things marketing. When we come back on the edge of every day, we'll pick it right up where we left off. Stay tuned. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Chipping around, kick my brain to the ground. These are the days it never Back with Trisha Murray on the edge of every day. So let's pick it up with how do you, how do you, or do you even speak with your clients about radical honesty? How do you navigate that with them? Well, Sandra, you've been in on some of the group calls that I've shared through, uh, through the shared group that we have. And I think, I think you can say I speak with radical honesty. Oh, completely. I really do. I, um, I honestly, you know, maybe as a, as a precursor to what I'm about to say, I think that we are coming into a time when people are going to crave truth, crave honesty, I think we're even already in when it. it hurts, even mm -hmm. when it hurts, right? Because yeah. sometimes it does hurt to hear the truth. And sometimes, it, you know, the truth takes us into rabbit holes that we really would otherwise not want to go like down. to be shielded from. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I think we've gotten pretty tired of being lied to and deceived, manipulated, and mind gamed. And um, and so that's you know that that was that was a turning point for me. Um, um, what what brought me back in was, and I fought it. Like don't 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 think that I went easily <laughs> into being brought back because when I stepped out. Um, my first business was a yoga instructor and, and, uh, was studying yoga therapy. And so I had a little yoga practice that, and I was, I was as happy as a clam to go and hang out in a yoga studio for the rest of my life. I was just absolutely fine. Okay, there. So, so, and, whoa, 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 whoa. so you like yeah. really just decided I'm done. I'm out of I'm here. Done. I'm completely yeah. done with these mind games. Yeah. And I'm going to go and be a yoga person. Yeah. 
yoga yeah. instructor. So it was in around 2012 when uh, when I started to make my my journey out, um, mostly because I moved from the benevolent dictator uh, to working for a sociopath, and <laughs> and you just like there was These just all no leadership way. titles, leadership <laughs> leadership archetypes. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he had it on his business card, but it probably should have been there. But um, anyways, so you just this is what those are those moments where your yeah. soul steps up and and uh, takes sometimes really uh, drastic measures to be able to get our attention. And for me, it, it showed up in my body. And so I started down the path of, of yoga because I was looking for ways to heal my body. And then I found, you know, the body mind connection, then I found the body mind spirit connection, and that it's all connected and that there is no separation uh, goes back to the hermetic tradition, which is one of the principles of, of, mm -hmm. of that, that tradition, um, that everything's connected. And, uh, and so, you know, I just, I, I fought it tooth and nail, I did not want to find myself back in marketing again. Um, so I spent about five years breaking it all down. Reframing it, realigning it, oh, uh, marketing, marketing field itself. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in my final analysis, I realized um, in my, again, this is all my opinion, you guys. Um, marketing has become a bit of a circus and uh, there's a real need to be able to clear the field um, and just look at what we're, what, what the foundations are, what the essential integral pieces are that we need. And as I did that, marketing got so much more simplified right it's become so complicated it has been made so complicated um and so that five-year journey was really it was a spiritual journey for me it was um really understanding the science um uh from a lot of different perspectives i was dabbling in quantum physics and starting to see the connection between mm, the field of marketing and you know the field the field <laughs> and 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 really you know like I, I today i look at marketing so differently than um than i did even you know five years ago and my version of marketing i think really appeals to people who are looking for that they're so done they're as done as i was and sometimes they don't even really know it right they just they might feel it they might feel it in their body that every time they go to sit down and work on their marketing or go to sit down with their team and talk about marketing they feel it in their yeah. bodies right they just feel this resistance to it um and yeah and then stepping back into it like i said i fought it tooth and nail uh, that for my soul purpose which i think part of my soul purpose is to be in marketing to to do this redefinition to transform it and yeah yeah and you are it, on I mean, the that's, cutting that's edge my friend too. You are on the cutting edge of bringing Thank the feminine, you. the divine feminine into something that historically has been patriarchal. It has been. Yeah. But has, but as, as everything has been our well, entire course. culture, Again, our whole, all of Western. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, but, that's, but it's interesting. And, and, well, it, it is. And, and at the same time, like if you really can get a hold of nothing, there is no separation. You, you start to realize like everything well, of course it is. Of course, everything is patriarchal because everything's coming out of the All same the culture, the same social um, environment, the Construct, same the hierarchy, absolutely, the top down same hierarchy. concepts. Well, yeah, and that top down. Oh my God, I could go on for hours on that. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure you. I'm sure you see. You know, and you, you've alluded to this this notion of how. Uh, you, so many of the women that I'm speaking with and so many of the visionaries who are committed to bringing in feminine qualities into a male-dominated uh, industry or uh, male-dominated leadership, they're bringing in the feminine qualities and, and really pushing the, the boundary of where, where things are moving. And so how are people, how are how are your clients reacting to this? How are you, do you work primarily more with women than men? Does it just shake out that way because you're bringing this perspective or is it 50-50 and you're really finding the men are being turned on by this as well? What about your other, your, your associates or your colleagues? How are they reacting to some of these? I mean, you've alluded, some people are thinking you're crazy, but I can't think that everyone is. 
you know, when, no, when you're willing I, to be on the forefront and you're leading, of course, you're going to get people who are going to call you crazy. That comes with that territory. 100%. When you're when you 100%. are cutting down the path for people to follow, you will be called crazy. But you've got to be getting people that are really also colleagues, not just clients turned on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I'm just going to divert for a minute, because if you've watched the money movie Moneyball, um, you know, at the very end of this movie, um, the, the owner of the Boston Red Sox says to, you know, the main character in the movie, Billy Bean, he says, you know, the first, first, first guy through the gate always gets bloody. And I think that's a little bit like if you are, are feeling that, that pull towards something that feels so very different um, compared to the traditional, compared to the conventional, um, I, I don't want to say that you're going to get bloody in the way that he meant, but I, I do think that things get really raw and and it is a testing ground it's a testing ground for your for myself it was like that was where i really started to not just speak it but yeah. own it and and really embody this and and come to a deep place of of believing even when i can't see it believing that this is the way forward and so when you talk about you know female leaders and uh, business owners who are searching for ways to embrace more of those natural qualities that we come with and bringing that into business that is humanity's way forward um you know where we are right now the only way we go forward from here is <laughs> by doing things differently than we have in the past and if you can consider the past has been predominantly um very masculine oriented energy um we do need to do a bit of a rebalance, but here's what always shocks my clients. And this is what gets them, Sandra, is, um, yeah, I think they can hear when they, when, when they're listening to me that I'm not, I'm not leaning one way or another. I'm actually trying to find the path down the middle, the right? So, you know, the edge of every day, right? Yes. The edge of the, the edge of falling into because the ditch where, on one where side. Where the balance comes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for the longest time, I, I've referred to that sort of as your coherence zone, your zone mm. of coherence, where you are clear and you are consistent and people are really able to pick up what it is that you're putting down um, because there is this thread that you can pull through. Even if, you know, you're all over the map and what you talk about, which is me, like, I mean, I'm talking about marketing from a lot of different perspectives, but there are, some, there are common threads that run through all of that. Mm. Um, I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. 2020 was a game changer. I, I think for a lot of this kind of work, um, a lot of people who are in this kind of work, this transformational type work. Um, and so, you know, for the audience who's, who's been kind of, you've been in the trenches trying to move this stuff forward for a while. Um, I, I would love to hear your perspective on, on how things are shifting because I think 2020 opened so many doors. Oh uh, people goodness. are ready to see it because, uh, because we felt a lot in 2020. And then we felt even more in 2021. And we're feeling even more in 2022. That's just, that's allowing transformation to take place yeah, in a way polishing. that we weren't ready for. Yeah. Well, the polishing of COVID, I mean, you know, the, the isolation, it was really a, a, a collective call forward to, for all of us to, to step into greater truth, greater radical yeah. honesty, to set down some of the things that were standing in the way of us, of stepping into our power and those identity uh, issues that we spoke about and pretending to be who we are not. And, and that's sort of at the heart of this patriarchal understanding of marketing that we've been more than alluding to, you know, that yeah. somehow you need to be something other than you are to be successful. Um, oh, my, my goodness. Well, we, yeah. it, as is always the case, there's only an hour to go to get all this in, but this is just fascinating. And when we come back after our break, I'm going to ask Trisha all about what her leading edge is. And we're going to find out what's up next for her, find out where we can find her, maybe a little bit about her magazine. When we come back with Trisha Murray, 
on the edge of every day. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. all pet lovers pet avengers assemble on the professionals and animal lovers show we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong it mirrors that bond between pets and their owners through this program we come together to learn educate and advocate join us live every wednesday at 2 p.m at talkradio.nyc You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Chipping around, kick my brain to the ground. These are the days it never And we are back with Trisha Murray. So, Trisha, what is your leading edge? What's up next for you in uh, on the docket for you in the work that you're doing, in the, how you're changing the marketing world one client at a time? Well, it's interesting you say that because it really is one client at a time. Um, even when I work in groups, it's there's still just one person in front of me at any given moment, and um, and I think that is an, that is a leading edge for for how to rethink and redefine marketing for people is you know you're not talking to the universe you're talking to one person. Um, but the for me um, for me I've, I I feel like in many ways um, the last ten years has given me the gift of foresight. Uh, maybe because I spent so much time looking backwards and looking at the history of marketing and and what it has become. Um, but I, I do feel like, you know, there are, there are definitely markers uh, for me that I'm seeing that, that predict where, where we're going to find ourselves uh, from a marketing perspective, from a business perspective, but also from a perspective of life 360, you know, life 360 degrees of which our business is a part of it. Yeah. And our marketing is one part of that. Um, but for me, I'm following, I'm following, um, you know, what I believe to be um source spirit god the divine whatever you want to refer to that as um <laughs> you'll you'll maybe laugh at this i i kind of think of it as you know some amazing mashup of it all so i've shortened that down to <laughs> <Yeah>. sam <laughs> i'm following sam <laughs> um and i and i tend to work really intuitively now with people i i support them in helping them find their soul style i work with their astrology um, oh, I work fabulous. Uh, a and lot. Were there Akashic yeah. Records I read. That's fantastic. Yeah. And quickly yeah, tell people what you, Akashic Records are for people who are not into that for the part of your work. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it really depends on what your background is. But, um, you know, I was working with someone who came out of a very uh, traditional Christian background last week. And I described it very much like in the, in the, in the, in the Christian Bible, it talks about the book of, of life. Right. So, you know, the, the Akashic Records are really, um, our soul story. It's, uh, it's our soul story. And, you know, some reading that I've just been doing recently has, has indicated that it's actually written in our DNA. And uh, I f I'll find that an interesting uh, yeah. <laughs> rabbit hole to go down another one. Really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, for me, um, I, like I went down a lot of different pathways to, to get the creative insights that I was looking for in order to recalibrate marketing. Yeah. And, um, 
a lot of that came through a very intuitive practice, right? Yes. Uh, and very much, you know, leaning into things that have been so taboo for business owners, right? Such it's as, just, give us an example. Well, like, I, I, I do know that spirituality and business, business. <laughs> spirituality in general, but you know, you think about um, organizing your, your, your marketing around who you are, what your core archetypes are and, and understanding who you are at a soul level. And what is it that you need to do to have present um, whether you have a team running it for you or not um, it's, it has to be a reflection of who you are at the deepest level. Otherwise it's just not going to, uh, be something that you're interested in that you're going to spend any time yeah, in. that's going to take um, off and then and pop or change the world yeah. to your point yeah. if you just want to be well, well great if you want to really merge forward um can you visualize yourself going in and talking with other marketers and teaching them like creating a um i'm just riffing here trisha uh yeah, no, I know. creating create um creating something that uh, a, a a system a program a way of helping them to recalibrate their understanding of how they work with their clients. Can you envision? Well, it's that? funny that you asked that Sandra, because like one of my clients had spent quite a number of years in marketing before she and her husband went and, uh, and started their business. Um, and then, but I, and I, and I would, I'm not going to say no to that, but I think that, you know, whether it, whether you're in marketing or whether your your business is, has nothing to do with marketing, um, I think one of the things that the common threads that I've found is 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 a real desire to want to unlearn and open yourself up to the possibility of relearning different is differently, um, and that was a big part of my journey was just opening myself up to very divergent perspectives like very divergent. I mean, I was studying quantum physics to try and figure out how to marry that back to marketing. That's divergent, right? And at the same time, having the intention of converging, converging back on what really resonates for you, what really makes sense for you based on your experiences and your journey and your connection. What should to, make sense for marketing? No, no. Yes. What does, what does make sense? Yes. And, um, and this is why I think there's a, it's such a personal journey um, with people. So that's a little bit the kind of direction that I'm taking myself with marketing is I'm really looking for people who, who are kind of at that edge where they're, they're looking for people who, who see the world differently. And, um, and, you know, dare I say, who, who are looking at what is business tomorrow? I mean, we know what business is today. We know what business looks like yesterday, yeah. but what is business for tomorrow? What does that look like? And, you know, I have, I have a pretty, pretty honed intuitive sense that, that there are some people who want business to look a lot like what it has looked like. And <laughs> those aren't my people. Well, you're right. <laughs> well I, I, unfortunately, of course, there's going to be a large portion of people that, that are, are status quo driven, but I think. I think we are past the tipping point. There are people of, I think we are moving. I think the energy is just moving towards birthing this new. And that's why we're seeing all of this resistance coming, coming up. You know, I, I truly. Well, and I think we're also seeing it because we've been, we've been sort of trained and we've been taught to look for certain things. And, and we have a, um, maybe I'm going to say my opinion, an artificial level of comfort Oh, sure. around what we know things. is comfortable right and that was my thing in marketing uh, like when i when i first started my career in media i got really good at speaking the language and then i realized i, I realized that it was all bullshit totally. <laughs> like i would i don't if you if you don't know the language of of media you probably don't ever need to know but there were just like <laughs> things that i used to try and convince clients were so true and so important and now and now I'm the first one to say to them, like, it's actually all bullshit. It just doesn't it. matter. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. And so, yeah. you know, my, my version of marketing, my, my hope for business tomorrow is, is really leaning into the things that actually do mean something mm -hmm. because they, they have that universal nature to them. And, they, well, and you're always also the courage. What, uh, what I also see about you is the courage to integrate 
what is seemingly incongruent into one story. You know, that's my favorite thing. Oh, mine too. It is totally (laughs) my multi hyphenate edge of every day, creating new hybrids. And, you know, I'll never forget when I I, I was building my first website, I had uh, all of my work, uh, all of my acting work and my voiceover work, et cetera, et cetera, and all my agent contacts. And I had just gotten into seminary and was and was working with uh, spiritual cl- counseling clients and all that was on the same website. I lost a voiceover agent because there, what's all this religious stuff on there? And, and and I could very easily understand the connections between my spiritual yeah. life and my creative life, and it was not, but you know, this is 15 years ago and it was completely and utterly taboo. And now it's absolutely normal to have people integrating things, being multi-hyphenates, integrating seemingly incongruent or, or juxtaposing things that uh, in, in their business and in their, in all that they do. Well, and I think that's just a reflection, Sandra, of how multidimensional we are. And business Indeed. and everything around us has caused us to believe that we're one dimensional and it's again, bullshit. It's just but bullshit. It's bullshit. We it has are, to be we black are or operating. white. No, it doesn't. No, either or no. Yeah. So I, I, that's, that's where I've given myself permission to, you know, step in as a soul director to this, to this online magazine. That's, it's just in its infancy, but I love the the spirit behind it. And I love mm. the the context of it, it's, uh, you'll find that on my website too, right? Okay. So you'll find and solutions so, for marketing. Tell everyone where they can find you. Your right. Website so light on marketing, light on marketing.ca. L I G H T on marketing.ca. Cause she's in Canada. And the name of Canada. your podcast. Uh, light on marketing. Great. And the name of and your magazine. Creator soul journal creator soul journal and so you can find all of those things from my website because i've done exactly what sandra has done um i've invited people to allow it to be a multi-dimensional experience depending on where you are in your journey like some of the times that sometimes when i'm talking to people about from their akashic records we're talking about this career crossroads that they've come to i get it i've been there i've done that (laughs) i printed the t-shirts um (laughs) But yeah, so lightonmarketing.ca and uh, and you'll find all the good stuff from there. Wonderful. Well, Trisha Murray, thank you for sharing your enormous wisdom and your passion and your beauty and your light on marketing with us today. Thank you, Sandra. I'm so grateful to have been here and thank you to your audience for tuning in today. It's been a it's been a pleasure. It's been a delight to to talk with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to all of you listening in, remember, you are always at the edge of the miraculous. Until we speak again next week, take good care. Bye-bye. This is our last dance. This is our last dance. This is ourselves under pressure. Under pressure. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. 
Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 